there, this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck reveal and review. This one is a leaderboard deck that I got for participating in an online league. This is a Hawk deck. The three, the, the November leaderboard decks were, uh, leader, alt art card was Hawk. The December one was Axiom. And the, uh... The January one will be Unsuspecting Prey. So, and actually, I think Unsuspecting Prey gets a little bit of a bad rap. I've seen some people really poo-pooing it. But in the right circumstances, it can be quite, quite good. Um, really good for taking out high-value cards like Hunting Witch, uh, Dusk Witch, Harmonia, Daughter... Uh, there's a lot more, but yeah, good for taking those out. Um, this one, I already looked at the list and I think it's pretty good. I, I'm excited to, to play it. It's Logos, Shadows, and Star Alliance. Um, obviously Shadows because it has to have a hawk in it. And it's uh, called Paraveski, Harvest Lawn Governor. So I'll go through this actually pretty quick. I'll, I'll do the, uh, do it the Jean-Claude way. So... Uh, start with Uncharted Lands. This is a, a nice double-edged sword card. It's an artifact. When you play it, you place six amber from the common supply onto it. And each Star Alliance creature gains reap. Move one amber from Uncharted Lands to your pool. Very important. This uh, applies to both your Star Alliance creatures and your opponent's Star Alliance creatures. So if your opponent has Star Alliance creatures on the board and you play this, um, they get to reap for two on their next turn, so just be very careful about that. Um, but, you know, if you can get value out of it, it's great. Also, we know we have a Hawk coming up, so uh, I was thinking, you know, oh, it gets, once it has the Amber off of it, it's just sitting there, what can you do? Well, it's a good Hawk target if you don't have anything better. Universal Translator is an upgrade with a bonus Amber, gives the creature Fight Reap, use a friendly non-Star Alliance creature. It can be really nice. Um, obviously, that creature would not get the Uncharted Lands extra bonus because it it's a non-Star Lands creature. Science Officer Morpheus is really fun. It's a two-power shapeshifter scientist with one armor, and after you play a creature with a play effect, you trigger its play effect an additional time. So we'll keep track of that as we go along. Uh, Navigator Ollie is probably the worst play effect to have with Morpheus because uh, it doesn't do anything to do it twice in a row. Ollie is a three-power human with play, fight, reap. Look at the top three cards of your deck and put them back in any order. I have not felt like I got great value out of this or um, or the action equivalent lay of the land because unless you are only playing two cards out of your hand, you are going to draw three anyway. And there's no, like, and you draw. So lay of the land there is. You get to draw one lay of the land. So that's actually still good. But Ollie is worse because there's no draw effect, so you get to look at the top three cards, but if you're going to draw three anyway, then it doesn't help you much. Maybe it could help you with turn planning, but usually it's not going to make a big difference. Um, and doing it twice, uh, it doesn't matter. So you look at the top three cards of your deck and you put them back in any order. Doing that twice in a row doesn't matter. Uh, Information Officer Gray on the other end, great with Morpheus. Four power human with play, fight, reap. You may reveal a non-Star Alliance card from your hand. If you do, archive it. That's really good. Helmsman Spears is a two power human with fight and reap. 
discard any number of cards from your hand, draw a card for each card discarded this way. That is fantastic. If you can keep her on the board, uh, she turns, she gives you great turns. Um, she's easy to miss, definitely a high value kill target. CXO Tabor, three power alien and Kirk Six. Haven't seen any other Kirk Six yet in the game. But uh, CXO Tabor has Fight Reap. You may play or use one non-Star Alliance card this turn. Importantly, it's just a non-Star Star Alliance card. It doesn't, uh, there's no restriction on what type of card it is. So that can be quite cool. Stealth Mode, great card. Bonus Amber, and after you play it, your opponent cannot play action cards during their next turn. Really nice. Medic Ingram, also good with Morpheus. Three power human with Play Fight Reap. You may heal three damage from a creature and ward it. Light of the Archons, we have two of these. It's an upgrade with a bonus amber and it gives the creature plus one power and plus one armor for each upgrade attached to it. I think the only other up upgrade in this deck is the Universal Translator, but you know, you have two Light of the Archons and a Universal Translator on a creature. That is a really big creature. At that point, it's plus six power and six plus six armor as well. Commander Chan is a four-power human with Fight, Reap, Use, Another Friendly Creature. So again, like this and Universal Translator and Tabor actually all let us do out-of-house stuff. Um, all three of them actually give you the option to use an out-of-house card. CXO Tabor also gives you the option to play an out-of-house card. Again, if you're using the out-of-house card, they don't help you with the Uncharted Lands, but they can help you with board control so or other stuff. We Sand, uh, Into Shadows now, is a one-power beast thief with Deploy and Elusive. If it's on a flank, destroy it. After a player forges a key gain to Amber, that can speed us up pretty pretty by a lot, you know. Um, can be quite good. Treasure Map is an action with a bonus Amber. <clears throat> if you have not played any other cards this turn, gain three Amber. And for the remainder of the turn, you cannot play cards. Um, this would be pretty, I mean, like... Hitting four is great. It's a great card. And you could potentially have a situation where you, like, take an, uh, a Star Alliance turn, do some cool stuff, and use the Tabor to play this and don't play anything else. And, I mean, that'd be fantastic. Shadow Council is, a, is the Shadow's leader. Uh, so you want it to be in the center of your battle line. It's a three-power elf leader thief with elusive, and while it's in the center of your battle line, it gains action steal too. So it needs to be in the center for that to fire, but but if you do get to fire, that's an amazing ability. Action steal too. Subtle Chain gives you a bonus amber and makes your opponent discard a random card from their hand. Spike Trap is an artifact with a bonus amber, has Omni, sacrifice it if you do deal three damage to each flank creature. Convenient if you already have that out and you have Brend in your hand. Brend is a three power elf thief with skirmish, uh, when you play it, your opponent gains one, but when it's destroyed, you steal three. So if you have uh, a ready spike trap and you can play Brend, you, uh, your opponent gains one, and then you burn the spike trap and steal three. That's pretty good. Umbra is a two-power elf thief with skirmish and fight steal one. Really nice target to use with the Commander Chan or the CXO Tabor or the Universal Translator because you get to plink two damage and steal one. It's really nice. Simon is a one-power alien thief with skirmish, and after it fights, you put the creature it fights on top of its owner's deck. That can be pretty powerful. 
Uh, Hunger Mugger is a three power elf thief with elusive, and after you play it, you capture an amber. Then, if your opponent has more forged keys than you, you steal an amber. You want to hope that that second part doesn't fire. Here's the Altar Hawk. It's pretty cool, pretty nice looking. Uh, it still has the same effect. It has an amber pip, so it gives you bonus amber, and you destroy an artifact if you do gain an amber. So, again, really good for after you've emptied that uncharted lands, use this on it for two amber. Breaker Hill is a one power elf thief with elusive, and its neighbors get action, steal one. A Venda is a four power elf thief. After it reaps, you deal one damage to a creature. If this damage destroys that creature, your opponent discards a random card from their hand. Alright. In Logos, we have Fetch Drones, which is an artifact that exhausts to discard the top two cards of your deck, and for each Logos card discarded this way, a friendly creature captures two amber. Um, really nice if you can capture that amber on a reassembling automaton, because then it's unlikely to, uh, to die. Uh, reassembling automaton is a three power robot experiment. It has a destroyed ability if you have any other creatures in play. Instead of destroying reassembling automaton, fully heal it, exhaust it, and move it to a flank. It's also really good with the spike trap. If this is already on the flank, then this... Uh, this can swallow that spike trap damage while your opponent is getting a real creature hit. Group Think Tank is a four power robot experiment with three armor. It has action, deal four damage to each creature that shares a house with at least one of its neighbors. So we're a little bit incentivized to try to space out our creatures, although Code Monkey wants us to do the opposite. That's okay. Um, Code Monkey is a three power AI beast with deploy. And after you play it, you archive each neighboring creature. If those creatures share a house, gain two amber. That can be pretty nice. Um, the one thing we don't have... Well, actually, I should say with the with the Starlands cards, we get some interesting situation here. Because let's say... First of all, let's say you code monkey your information officer, Gray, and your medic, Ingram. You're really happy, right? You just archived two creatures with play effects. Not bad. And gain two amber. But now, let's imagine, you're on one turn, you have you play Morpheus, and, uh, and Ingram, and you ward uh, Ingram, and then with the Morpheus trigger of Ingram, you ward the Morpheus. And then on your next turn, which is the Logos turn, you play Code Monkey between them. Well, you archive them, but instead of archiving them, they just lose the ward. But there's no if you do here. It just says if those creatures share a house, gain two amber. So, uh, even if they weren't successfully archived, you still gain the amber, and now you have your creatures left on the board. So, pretty good deal. Twin Bolt Emission, we have two of those. Gain an amber, deal two damage to a creature, and deal two damage to a different creature. Really nice uh, plinky board control. Good anti-ward stuff, too. Tau Tau Vapors, draw two cards, archive a card, really nice. Sanitation Engineer, four power cyborg scientist with hazardous one. And uh, after it reaps, you discard a card from your hand. That's okay, I don't love it, but it's fine. Quant is a three power human scientist with reap. You may play one non-logos action card this turn. We'll take a look through those after we're done. Actually, yeah, we're almost done. We'll, fin we'll finish and then do it. Hologramophone is an artifact with a bonus amber. Uh, when you exhaust it, you ward a creature. And then we have Igor. This is really nice to get with the Code Monkey. It's a two-power cyborg with play. Look at the top three cards of your deck. Add one to your hand and discard the others. 
Uh, if Morpheus is on the table, that triggers twice. That can be really nice. And if you can Code Monkey it, that's extra good. Ooh, I didn't even think about the fact that Code Monkey would trigger twice from from the Morpheus, and that is a little crazy. Uh, that's crazy. In Shadows, we have Brand that could trigger twice. That's scary. And Hugger Mugger that could trigger twice. That's fine. Um, but yeah, Igor triggering twice is great. Then we have Cutthroat Research, Gain an Amber, uh, Steal 2 if your opponent has 8 or more. Which, eh, we don't have any ways to really push them up to 8, but uh, yeah, it could happen. Um, Alright, so let's look really quick at, first of all, is the Uncharted Lands good? Well, we have 4, 5, 6, 7 Star Lands creatures and uh, abilities that, that give us a chance to get pretty good value out of our Star Lands turns outside of Uncharted Lands. So I think, I think we probably get value out of this. I think it's good. And then we can hawk it at the end. So better if our opponent doesn't have Star Lands, but um, even if they do, there's a good chance we can get more value out of it than they can. Um, looking at the Tau Tau Vapors, what do we want to archive? Well, archiving the Uncharted Lands is actually a really good idea because then we can save it for a power turn. Maybe where we can like play it and reap with four Star Alliance creatures, that'd be fantastic. We don't have really good board control. That's probably the, the biggest concern I have about the Uncharted Lands. But yeah, archiving it until the right moment is great. Um, stealth mode can be pretty high impact if you play it at the right moment. Treasure map is not a bad card to archive. Use it on the right turn. Um, saving Bren until you can get maximum value, not bad. Hawk, maybe. Hmm... Those are probably the ones I would want to do. Yeah. Maybe the cutthroat research, but I probably just want to play that. And then let's look at quant. What out-of-house actions could we use? Well, we have stealth mode, which is, again, very good. In shadows, we have the treasure map. That could be great. Subtle chain. Hawk. So not a lot of out-of-house actions to use with the quant, but pretty impactful ones, I would say. So, yeah. Um, I... I think this deck's pretty good. Uh, let's see, in terms of just raw amber pips, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, uh, twelve, and uh, but then a lot of things that can mean more and more amber um, if the conditions are right. So I think it's a bit higher. Um, not a ton of amber control, <clears throat> a little bit, but not a ton. And we kind of have to get things firing in the right order or get things sticking on the board for them to really work. So um, that's a little risky. But, uh, I mean, if things come in the right order, this deck would just, uh, just race away, right? If you have, you know, let's say you have turn one, you drop a few Star Alliance creatures, including like a Commander Chan. Turn two, you drop some Shadows creatures. Turn three, you play the Uncharted Lands Universal Translator and then just reap your stuff. You're going to be at more amber than you can handle. Um, yeah, so I think it's pretty good. I'm looking forward to testing it out. And once again, this was 
Paravesky Harvest Lawn Governor. Um, hope you enjoyed the video and that you are enjoying Keyforge. And uh, yeah, get out there and, and forge those keys. Thanks.